0: Drive Time Radio with New York Vinny.
1: There you go, the sounds of Bruce Springsteen bringing us in as he does every Saturday morning. A very good Saturday morning. Today it's time for Drive Time Radio. I'm New York Vinny and we get together every week at 8 o'clock on Saturday morning. To uh, give you the latest on what's happening in cars, uh, what's happening in the mobility world, and what's happening uh, just in life in general. We kind of mix it all up, and we have an hour together here on 1150 KKNW. You can also catch that hour um, on the podcast at uh, wherever you get your podcast. It's there. It's all over the place. And, uh, of course, on Facebook Live. And we welcome those of you who are up this early on a Saturday morning if you're out here. And um, mid-morning if you're back east, we thank you for coming along uh, for the ride on this Saturday morning. We will devote our show this morning to, um, for the most part, to automotive Christmas gifts. uh, To uh, gifts that, um, you know, that, that, that person, that car person in your life is leaving little hints around the house as to what they would like for Christmas, what they want to see um, under the tree. And um, we started out, actually, my daughter and I, and if you're following me on Facebook, uh, you saw this. Uh, my daughter and I, last weekend, uh, took out the uh, Ford F-350 Super Duty, uh, big Big butt cab. I mean, you know, this thing was you could stretch out in it. And we chopped down a Christmas tree. We chopped down this, you know, decent-sized Christmas tree. And you put it in the back of the truck. And it was funny because it seemed like it it, it was small compared to the truck. So we went out and had a lot of fun doing that. I suggest, uh, that if you haven't done it yet, uh, it's such... um. You know, in a year where we're losing our traditions for the year, in a year where, you know, things aren't as they seem and things are different, one of the things that you can do, that you still can do, is go out to a Christmas tree farm and cut down your tree. It's it's really simple. It's socially distanced. I mean, you're on a farm, you're away from other people. We felt completely safe. The people that worked at the farm were all wearing masks. Uh, There were kids there, but they stayed with their parents. And uh, I was very impressed. We went out to, um, excuse me, we went out to Ollie's out on Vashon Island, which is a place that I've gone to a few times before. You know, for a long time, I bought my trees over at Holy Rosary uh, in West Seattle. And it was a real, um, you know, kind of tradition. We get, I had this uh, this orange El Camino that I loved. Oh, I love that car. Oh, I wish I could get that car back. Anyway, I loved this car. So uh, now my ex-wife, but at that time she was my wife, uh, and I, and if my daughter was up here, we would crowd into that car. And we would go over to Holy Rosary <clears throat> and pick out our tree and put it in the back of the El Camino and get hot chocolate and you know, and, and, and some kind of donut and head back and put up the tree. And I'm one of those people who like to um, put it up on Christmas Eve. And it's a battle I've lost a number of times in relationships because at my house, we always put it up on Christmas Eve. Now that I look back on it, I tend to think that that was because my father didn't want to buy a Christmas tree at full price. So we went ahead and, um, you know, (laughs) got one uh, for discount on Christmas Eve. But I think it was much more around just the tradition uh, that we had at the house. Of doing that. i putting it up, putting the lights up on Christmas Eve, the manger out and everything like that. And it was, uh, so we don't have to lose all of these traditions. Uh, you get in the car, you go out to Ollie's, you bring some string, you tie it to the back of the car, you know, you tie the tree to the top of the car if you, have, uh, if you don't have a station wagon or an SUV, you tie it down secure, they'll help you do that. You get back on the ferry. And boom, you're home putting up your Christmas tree. And you know, for us, it was a way to keep that uh, to keep that tradition, to keep doing that. It's like you know, you know. There are so many things that have changed at Christmas, and we'll talk about this when we get into the presents because unfortunately, one of the gifts that I was planning on telling you about is sold out, and I was actually surprised. It was sold out, uh, but it is, and it'll bring up, uh, you know, a, a bigger topic of you know, when, when we were kids. Uh, gas stations used to um, have toys at Christmas. Uh, my dad was a Texaco dealer, so every Christmas or before Christmas, they would come out with some toy. I know. Matter of fact, I still have a couple of them. Uh, There's a a tanker boat that you know ran across the floor on its own with a couple of batteries. There's the um, there's a fuel tanker. There's an airport fuel tanker. These are just Texaco. Uh, My dad had a Sunoco, and they they had a a a Tonka tow truck uh, that they sold at the gas station for like two ninety eight. Um, you know, prior to uh, prior to Christmas. And when those toys came in, oh, you should have heard me. The minute I knew they were out there, uh, when I saw the box come into the station, I would be, oh, man, look at this. All these toys. It's great. <laughs> uh, and I don't know. The, the, um, the gas stations out here Uh, do the same, I know there were Texaco stations out here, so I would have supposed uh, that they did the same thing, but were there there any other stations out here, uh, like Signal or some of the other uh, stations that sold toys, I know Chevron uh, sold toys uh, around Christmas time um, a few years ago, because I remember buying a Chevron truck from my uh, guy up on 35th Avenue Southwest. And, um, I think I bought a couple of, uh, not the, uh, ones from the movies. I'm even talking before that, like regular-looking Chevron pickup trucks or tow trucks. Uh, by the way, that's my weakness. I collect tow trucks. If you can believe that. Yeah, I collect tow trucks. It's been a thing of mine for years. Uh, I've got some great ones, some rare ones. Um, when I, uh... When well, I have my office set up, my studio set up, I have a ring of tow trucks all around the top. I guess it's to remind me where I came from. And who knows where I may be heading back to someday. You never know what, uh, what life uh, will deal to you. But yeah, I have probably, I don't know, a couple of hundred tow trucks at least, uh, in all shapes and sizes, uh, from all different jurisdictions. And um, yeah, I, love, I, I love them. I got the big uh, the big Marks one that you you crank it up and it lifts another car up and it's battery operated and it'll tow the car away. Got a bunch of New York City Police Department tow trucks. I don't have a Seattle Police Department tow truck and that's one I got to work on. I like to get, um, but I don't know that the Seattle Police Department has a tow truck. I think they probably call Lincoln uh, or somebody when they need a tow. I would love to get a model of the tow truck. Remember the tow truck that used to sit over on Mercer before you got on I-5 when Lincoln's Yard used to be over there? And um, it, it sat up on top of their uh, dispatch office, if I believe I remember right. And that was fun. I always, wanted, I always wanted to take a drive in that thing. I just thought that that thing was cool. I think they probably still have it stored. I know there was a couple of them. Uh, there wasn't just one. I'd love to, to someday get a ride or take a ride in that thing. Imagine showing up to an accident scene with a <laughs> tow truck that looks like a tow. That would be pretty good. All right. Um, Sorry I got a little bit of a scratchy throat this morning. I don't know why... That is, I was okay up until showtime, and all of a sudden, boom, my uh, throat went a little crazy. Anyway, we'll take a quick break here. We'll come back. We'll give you some great presents uh, that you can uh, buy, probably from the comfort. I think all of them could be bought from the comfort of your armchair, and uh, that you can wrap up, put under the tree uh, for that favorite car enthusiast in your life. Uh, this is Drive Time Radio for a foggy December morning. I'm New York Vinnie here on 50 KKNW. It's time to winterize.
0: And at Sinclair that means check. Lubricate, check. Transmission and differential, check. Hoses for leaks, check. Fan belt, check. Drain radiator. And put in Sinclair antifreeze. Change to Sinclair Triple X. The multi-grade motor oil. With nickel added to armor plate your engine against winter wear. Finally, fill up with Sinclair Dino for fast winter starts. Worry about winter? What for? You've got Sinclair winterizing. It's time now. Winter Eyes at the sign of Sinclair. At Sinclair, we care about you, about your
1: car. Yeah, back with you here on uh, Drive Time Radio. New York for the year with you on a Saturday morning. Thanks so much for coming along for the ride with us. Uh, I wanted to uh, pull out a some, uh, I do this every year, some christmas gift suggestions and these are uh uh you know i go all over the internet and i look at this kind of stuff and try to figure out you know the best uh you know the best gifts the best things that i see out there for what i would want if somebody were buying something for me if, you know now again i you know i like the regular clothes and all the other stuff, but, you know, I've got a lot of stuff, but still there's some cool things uh, that I've seen over the past few months that I say, you know what, that is, that's something that I would love to have in my garage or I would love to have in my uh, driveway or in my workroom or, you know, wherever uh, wherever I put my automotive enthusiast stuff. I think that that stuff is really, um, you know, Something that you want to get, something that you want to get somebody. I think one of the big things uh, that I've looked at, and I took a lot of these from, uh, um, there's a great list on motorjunkie.com. Uh, there's also a great list on Amazon, but I went through and kind of culled through some of the ones uh, that I thought would be cool. Now, the first thing that I would say, and it's something that I think if you can afford it, is one of the greatest gifts that you can give uh, a driving enthusiast. And uh, that is driving lessons. Not just your run of the mill, but, uh, you know, go to a a driving school and learn how to make a signal and all that kind of stuff. I'm talking about defensive and performance driving. You know, with today's cars, uh, the increased horsepower uh, that they're putting out and uh, the, the... uh, the way people drive on the road with a, with a, a disregard of the rules, being a defensive driver, knowing what you're doing, knowing how to get yourself out of situations, will more than likely at some point help you save your life or your family's life. It's really that simple. Uh, I, I really do think that... Um, that what we what you see out there today, with people looking at their phones, with people, uh, this this um this era of not caring about other people, uh, that that we see. That the the more you know about how to defensively drive, the better you are. Uh, there's a school here locally, Dirtfish Driving School, uh, that gives those types of lessons uh, from defensive driving right on up to uh, how to drive on a racetrack, how to drift, if it's something you've always wanted to do. Uh, the folks at Dirtfish can uh, can get you hooked up and can teach you in a, in a fun little Subaru how to go out there and uh, use your car in a, in a safe and extraordinary manner so that you feel safe performing the maneuvers you might need someday to um to save your life. So, uh, it's a little expensive I think their courses run Well, depending on the course you're going to take, there's a 3-day course, there's a 1-day, you know, there's all different types of courses and I think they start at a few hundred bucks all the way up to uh, you know, 3 or 4,000 for the full tilt race car driver boogie. But I don't know that you can you can get somebody a more, uh, important and a more loving present than to give them their life, uh, for them to think about after they've, uh, you know, slid sideways down a hill and know how to control their car from not crushing them, uh, that they look up and say, and call call you up and say, thank you for the, uh, for the driving school. What I learned helped save my life. So it's a serious note uh, but i think that it's something that, that gets overlooked it's not it's relatively inexpensive for what you get and whether you go to dirt fish or you go to a, you know make a weekend out of it when you're down in spring training you go to like bob bondurant or any of the driving school, you know the good driving schools that are out there and you you check with car guys and women uh, they'll tell you which is the best school and which one you should be going to i have had some experience with Dirt Fish, that's how I know that they're out there. Um, I've, I've driven out at their school, and I know I know what they're about. So I think that uh, they're uh, a good bunch of people to do this. So if, if you're thinking of something, that's one gift on the list. Another one. And I said I would tell you about this, and I'm going to tell you about it anyway, but it's sold out. Although I do think that if you wanted one, you could probably go on eBay. I didn't check before I came on the air, uh, but because I didn't know that they were sold out. Uh, you don't see the commercials, I guess, here for it, uh, unless you watch like cable news or something like that. Uh, but the Hess toy truck has been around since 1964. And it's, um, it's gone through various um, forms, various kinds of trucks. Every year they do a theme this year were, uh, was ambulances. And they would they have a big ambulance and it has lights and siren and the whole deal. and then another little ambulance comes out of the back. And I see my nephews when they get these trucks. My brother always buys it for his kids. I like, get the two nephews. One's uh, six, and the other one's uh, four, I think. And the way their eyes light up when they get these uh, things with the sirens and the doors that open and everything like that—I mean, they look—they uh, look like you've just handed them heaven. But... You ought to see their uncle and their father when they go on to the next toy. We're over there playing with them for you know a half hour. It's like oh, you know him and I. You know it's like we're two little kids over there. Just you know. I mean, I, 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 sometimes I think the kids are looking at us going, "What the heck is wrong with them?" They're acting like us. But it's uh, it's funny. Uh, and those trucks are available by mail order. But as I said, uh, this year's run is sold out. You might be able to go on eBay and find it, but if you go to Hess.com, uh, you'll be able to find their toy trucks and also get on an email list for when they issue new ones. They are collectors' items, so something to think about. Uh, another thing that I think is really cool, as far as a gift, card, uh, a gift to give somebody and I know it's simple these days, and you don't think about it as much anymore. You used to, when I was a kid, is a car magazine subscription. You know, um, one of the places where cars, uh, where where, um, media has not pulled back, I think, is in the car magazine section. Um, Yeah, a lot of them have disappeared, but the ones that are out there, the Motor Trends and the, Uh, You know, uh, different media like that, magazines like that are still going strong. They're still on the stands. Consumer Guide, uh, Consumer Reports Guide is still on the stand. Uh, And there are a bunch of specialty magazines uh, about old cars, about uh, 60s cars, about 70s cars, about collector's cars, about new cars, about hot rods, about lowriders. It's a very interesting, and I think one of the most active spaces in publishing, you can still, for, I don't know what a, what a, uh, a subscription is going to go for, but you can, um, I'm sure for, uh, you know, $120 a year, get your, uh, get your, uh, your loved one uh, a car magazine subscription, and believe you me, we like to read them. It's one place where the internet, for some reason, has not taken over yet. Yeah, we read about a lot of different, um, uh, different, you know, cars on the internet. But there's something about having the magazine. There's something about scrolling through the papers. There's something about doing all of that. Um, it's really cool. And uh, you know, we—I—I um, I think we enjoy that more than you—more uh, than you think. And it's, uh, as I say, it's—it's um, it's something that uh, that harkens back to the old, but yet brings in the new. So a lot of good reading to be done there. Um, a dash cam. I don't know why more people don't have them in their cars. I love them. And if you ever get into an accident or you ever get pulled over getting a ticket that you don't think you should have got, it's the perfect way to show it to a cop or show it to a judge and say, wait, I wasn't doing that. Now, whether they'll accept it or not, I don't know. But... Just the idea of having the dash cam up there, recording events, recording what's going to happen as you're driving to work or coming home from work or going to the mall or doing whatever you're doing in the car. Uh, they're inexpensive. I think you can buy good ones for 100 bucks. And to be honest with you, uh, I don't know why every car doesn't have one. As video crazy as we are today, with people having to fumble in their pockets to get their phones out. If they want to tape something that's going on, you just put that, turn that key, and that dash cam goes right on and records everything. Make sure you get a good one with a good battery and a, a good chip in it that will, uh, you know, a, a card, an SD card that will, you know, record some length so that it doesn't keep, because a lot of them uh, record on top of each other. So if you take a long trip, it's also a great way to have a record if you take a trip or what you, or where you go every day. Uh, I think they're essential. I've had, had them for years, and I have loved them and really thought that uh, that it was cool to have that. Another great thing to have, which is I think uh, is making a comeback and uh, a gift that maybe you haven't thought about, is a model car. Yeah. They're, they're still, they're out there. They're as popular as ever. You can buy them on Amazon or you can buy them online from, uh, you know, go to a local hobby shop. They still exist. I think there's one, last time I looked, there was one down at Tuckwilla that had a ton of, um, of cars. It's a project uh, that, You know, you can have a lot of fun with building. You know, listen, honey, I couldn't buy you a brand-new 64 Corvette, but here I got you this one, and you can put it together by yourself. Or you can put it together. And, uh, again, in these times when we're looking for alternative entertainment things to do, uh, I think this is a really cool thing to do. Now, if you really want to go out there and you really want to have a little fun, what you can do is, uh, I got this when I was a kid one Christmas, and I thought it was the greatest present I had ever I had ever received at that time. There's, um, you've probably seen them in the hobby shop. It's called the Visible V8. And what it is, is it's a, I think it's a Chevy V8 327 engine. And it's made out of clear plastic. And it has all the parts... To assemble, uh, and will eventually, you know, it'll work electrically. But all the parts, if you assemble them right, right just like in a real engine, uh, work. They move. They go up and down, and you can see and get an education as to how an engine works. And if that's your kind of thing, if that's something that, uh, even if it's not, again. We're doing something here besides just sitting there and watching TV. Uh, There's more to life than just sitting there binge-watching shows. Uh, And and the visible V8 and these car model kits, um, you know, give you an opportunity to sit there and assemble something and and make it feel uh, good. I also think that, uh, well, Lego has a number of uh, automotive-related kits out there. Um, I I think they're all available on Amazon. Uh, There are also, we were talking about books before, uh, but the different manuals. Uh, If your honey has a, uh, or that person you want to buy, your son, whoever, has, um, I don't know, a Mazda 3. Why not get them the uh, repair manual for the Mazda 3? Not that they're going to go out and repair their own car, but they can read it and understand more about it. And you would be surprised when you understand more about a car how much better you treat the car. I've seen it time and time again where people get a manual, they read about a car, they see what an intricate machine they are driving. And they treat it better. They check the oil more. They do the kind of things to it that you know that you want them to. Do, that, that you would say to yourself, "This is the person that takes care of their car." Uh, and they're not expensive. I think they're around twenty-five bucks, if I'm not mistaken. If we get into the more elaborate ones, um, they're a little bit more expensive. Uh, and then you go all the way up to the Shilton manuals, which are shop manuals. Um, they give you the deepest kind of understanding of cars. And to be honest with you, I don't even know that they're still available. Uh, but the uh, the Haynes manuals are the ones that uh, are, are pretty accessible to the common uh, car enthusiast. There are a number of great automotive books, coffee table books and so on and so forth uh, online, depending on what kind of car you're uh, you're Uh, person you're buying for is interested in. I always think that a great automotive book that everybody should read and everybody should have in their possession in their house is uh, On the Road. Uh, And and it's, um, again, it's, you know, it's, it's the merry pranksters, it's the guys in the 60s that went out on the road in the bus and took a road trip around the nation, Ken Kesey and all those guys. Um, but it, it it harkens back to a different time and it shows a snapshot of, uh, of America. So that would be... And finally, one more thing that I think would be really cool and it's also local is uh, the folks from uh, Griot's Garage. Uh, put together and will deliver to you uh, these various car care kits. Uh, they're down in Tacoma. Put them in. A, they put. They get the, the right car care stuff for you. They put it in a bucket, and then they send you that bucket. And that I think is, um, you know, to get that you have the bucket, you have the soap, you have the wax, you have everything right there to go to the car wash. Uh, or wash the car in your driveway and keep your car clean, and we get enough nice days out here uh, that you can do that. Wash the salt off your car, uh, wash the winter weather off your car, keep your car clean. And I said one more, but I'm going to give you a bonus. Okay, I got one more thing uh, that I would like you to do, uh, and that is if you're looking for great stocking stuff for present, I would suggest that you go online to the uh, uh, America's Car Museum, the LeMay Museum, and support them. It's been a tough year for all of our museums, all of our exhibition centers out here, the Seattle Auto Show and everything. It's just its decimating everybody. But in that museum, we have a world-class automotive museum right here in Tacoma. And if you can buy a membership and help them out, um, it would mean the world to future generations to preserve that museum and to keep it going. And a place for you to take your kids uh, when things get back to normal, a place for events, a place to see the deep automotive history that exists in this area. And one of the things that we're going to do, we're going to start doing uh, every week, is we're going to delve back into some of the automotive history in this area, because there's a lot of it. There's a lot of stuff that went on here uh, from the early days of building cars to the Ford factory on Lower Queen and uh, to uh, uh, Packard, which, um, you know, was started in Tacoma so many great automotive um, pieces of history come from this area and we're gonna uh, in the future weeks highlight some of those so that you'll be uh, as smart about what used to go on here as you are about what does go on here so that's a, a kind of a list of stuff that uh, if you, if you were scratching your head saying what do I buy? The automotive enthusiast in my life. I just think I just gave you 10 things that you could run out and buy that would make any automotive enthusiast happy. Right, we come back, we'll hit you up with the Saturday morning cartoon. It's going to be a good one. Don't you go anywhere. It is Drive Time Radio here on 1150 KKNW.
0: Coming, the new 1956 Nash, Thursday, November 17th. It's the world's finest travel car. Built for the long run, designed for the most fun, Nash is the long-distance car. It's sweet on the byways and fleet on the highways, the Nash is ahead by far. If you like to go places, see on the show places in this great land of ours. You'll want a Nash with all its flash and all its dash. You Safe and sound car, protecting those near and dear. A steel girder cruiser this big handsome cruiser can take it year after year. Nash is a road car, a big heavy load, car the safest in every way. You're safer in a Nash with all its flash and all its dash. you love Nash, you're trash. On Thursday, November 17th, see the greatest travel cars ever built. The beautiful new Nash Ambassador and Statesman. Brilliant new beauty, blazing new power, exclusive new travel features. They're years ahead of all other cars. The new 1956 Nash,
1: Thursday, November 17th at your Nash dealers.
0: Alternative Talk, 1150.
1: i right, back with you on Drive Time Radio. We thank you so much for listening to our show. Good morning to... Uh, all of you who are just wiping the sleep out of your eyes and joining us for the second half of our show. Mickey Delaney is with us this morning. We see Lou Bucci is uh, here as well as we uh, get things rolling on this um, Saturday morning. Right? Uh, time now for the Saturday morning cartoon. Every week we bring you a, a little ditty, a little musical number. Uh, by a band that has written a song about or in tribute to or somehow relating to the automotive world. Uh, We always enjoy doing that because cars and music go together. Let's face it. Uh, I don't think anything goes together in our society more than cars and music. Um, You know, ever since they built the first car radio, ever since, uh, I don't know, uh, you know, uh, uh, Dahmer you know, hummed the first tune while he was driving his Benz down the street Uh, back in the uh, 1870s. um, We've had cars and music going together. This week, we uh, take one uh, from a power pop band that was around. I don't know how popular they got. They had one good album uh, back in the late 70s. They were kind of in that, uh, that mod generation of bands that uh, gave us uh, Rock Pile and uh, Nick Lowe and Dave Edmonds and kind of that, uh, you know, that genre of music from England. The name is the Lambrettas, and they are uh, named after the uh, scooters that were so popular uh, among the mods. If you saw the movie Quadrophenia by The Who, you know exactly Uh, the scooter that I'm talking about, but the Lambrettas were popular scooters among uh, that uh, group of English youth. And uh, so they took that name, and they came out with a little song uh, that uh, I love. Anytime you get a song about a Ford Cortina Mark II, I think it deserves to be aired. So here are the Lambrettas on a Saturday morning cartoon with Ford Cortina Mark II. There you go, the Lambrettas and um, Ford Cortina Mark II. A little power pop for you on a Saturday morning here on uh, Drive Time Radio. A uh, band that really went nowhere. There should have been something. And it really wound up being uh, just an afterthought to a whole uh, mod revival thing back in the uh, 60s. They reformed back well, actually the 70s. They reformed back in the 90s and I don't think went much of anywhere. Uh, you know, played play some small venues and that's about it. But that song, um, I remember it was uh, big on college uh, alternative radio back in the uh, 80s. And uh, used to get a lot of airplay back then. It was a, kind of a cult classic, uh, Fort Cortina Mark II. All right, time now for us to... Uh, Grab a hold of our producer Nathan and his starring role in what we uh, what we like to call every week
0: Yo, Vinny, what are you driving this week?
1: Nathan I am driving the uh, Chevrolet Tahoe and um, Boy, I'll tell you, you know after uh, I've been in a run of big vehicles lately and uh, You know, I drove the uh, Ford Expedition um, a few weeks ago, which is uh, the fourth entry in this kind of vehicle, and now I get to drive the Tahoe, and I have to tell you that I'm, I'm totally impressed with this vehicle. Uh, more so than I thought I was going to be, to be honest with you, and I'm a Chevy fan. But I was expecting, I don't know what I was expecting really, uh, but I got in this, uh, in this car, and Uh, You know, the option list is unbelievable. It's a a, uh, Tahoe High Country, which is, um, you know, one of their upper-end models. And it is, um, I mean, you you get into this thing and you feel like you're in a high-class vehicle. I mean, I haven't driven a new Escalade yet, but I can't imagine that the Escalade is... Much better than the Tahoe uh, High Country, uh, that trim package on this thing. It, uh, you know, it has great interior lighting. Uh, the seats are comfortable. Uh, they are, give you ample support, heated on the bottom and the top, so that you get that uh, that great heat that I seem to crave for my back These days, whenever I get into a cold car, it uh, it is uh, spacious beyond belief. And it's just, it's a luxury vehicle. It is a large, beautiful vehicle. Now, I don't know, I would have to see if the volume, cargo volume is on par with, let's say, the the excursion of the Expedition. Uh, Chevy also makes a bigger one than this. Uh, the Suburban, but it really, um, I mean, everything that's in this vehicle is well done and well thought out, the hotspot, the dashboard, and it's it's interesting to me because I don't know if you remember a couple of weeks ago, I talked about the Chevy, uh, the Cadillac, and I didn't like the interior. It looks like they took all the nice interior stuff, all the fine materials that were going to go in the interior of the Cadillac, and put it into the Chevy. Go figure. But the one true sign of um, of love of this car is that I'm, I was sitting down by uh, by the ferry terminal in Edmonds, and I, I go down there and I sit and I write, and I, I like it down there. I just it's a place I go to hang out, and in the space of about an hour, like three or four women came up to the car and started looking at it. I mean, I, I hadn't seen that many women come up to a car and look at it since I was driving the Corvette. And they're looking and they're checking it out. One woman even asked if she could open up the back and look. And yeah, I let her, you know, I love I to show these cars off to people and let them see them. And she walked around, she said, my husband and I have been thinking about one of these, and I wanted to get an up-close look at it without a salesman standing over me. So she asked me questions about it. She seemed to to like the car a lot. Three rows. uh, The rear row uh, might be a little tough to get into if you're a a big person, but if you're an um, average-sized person, I think you can get in there fairly easily. Uh, The seat's... Power, you know, they go down with the touch of a button. So if you got to load something, you're not standing out there putting it down, running around the side of the car, everything like that. It is, um, I, again, first impressions mean a lot. And the Tahoe High Country has made an excellent first impression, besides the fact that it's got a little oomph to it. You know, you head out on the freeway with this thing, and you hit the gas, and it goes. It's got a little oomph to it. So that's the uh that's the Yo, Vinnie, What are you driving this week? Quick break here, we'll come back with the drive time uh review, of the Ford F three fifty super duty. I told you we're in the middle of a whole big truck kind of thing right here on drive time.
0: No matter how you say it. Cruce con la verde in el medio pierde. It always means the same thing. Attraversate soltanto al segnale verde, mai nel mezzo della strada. Cross at the green, not in between. Che arribe de gas, no, then when it's green. Need in mitten from block. It means cross at the corner, never in the middle of the block. Don't walk until the light turns green. Always cross at corners where motorists expect you and where you can see them. Cross at the green, not in between. In any language, it's a way of life. Don't cross the street in the middle, in the middle, in the middle, in the middle, in the middle of the block. Don't cross the street in the middle, in the middle, in the middle, in the middle, in the middle of the block. Use your eyes to look up. Use your ears to hear. Walk up to the corner when the coast is clear. And wait, and wait until you see the light turn green. Don't cross the street in the middle, in the middle, in the middle, in the middle, in the middle of the block. Don't cross the street in the middle, in the middle, in the middle, in the middle, in the middle of the block. Multicultural, multidimensional, even alternative talk 1150
1: like back with you here on like drive time, time radio boy this hour sure flies fast doesn't it? i hope those uh tips on what to get the one you love who's into cars uh was helpful for you and that you learned a little bit there and that you find something or heard something that you might uh, might go out and get um I'll, I'll endorse you know the three local ones that i told you about the museum membership. Uh, the Dirtfish Driving School and Negrios uh, Garage uh, kits are uh, are really spectacular values, and it's a way for you to support local small business, which we're all trying to do these days. Right? We're all trying to uh, we're all trying to help out our neighbors, the people that uh, you know that we drive by every day. It's time to help them out. All right time now for this week's. Um, Drive Time Radio Road Test. The Drive Time Radio Road Test. Every week, Vinny puts another car through its paces and lets you know the good,
0: the bad, and the ugly.
1: All right, it's time to tell you about the, uh, the Ford F-350. Super Duty. Wow, this is a big truck. Uh, as my as, as I would say when I looked at her, as I said when I looked at it, maroon. Look at this thing. I mean, it is it's big. It's as big as you get without six wheels. Um, it is you know it's the Ford F-150 body, uh, but with a different nose on it, a bigger, more pronounced nose, a bigger, more pronounced grill, uh, with Super Duty on the front and Platinum. Uh, On the rear tailgate, Uh, the rear tailgate comes down with the push of a button, and it has that step in it that I like from Ford, where you put the step down, and it's got a handle so you can climb up into the back of this thing, because if you put anything back there, it's so high that if you're uh, a little short like me, you're not going to get to it. You're going to have to get a broom or something to sweep it out, so this gives you a little bit more of a chance of getting up there and getting it. incredible uh, uh, ride finesse in this thing for a large truck it feels like it moves like a much smaller truck it, it was no problem uh, taking this entire thing through the drive through a Chick-fil-a and uh, not hitting the curb or not going up on the curb or the things that usually happen to you in some of these big trucks it responded uh, to where you wanted to put it, the mirrors moved in and out, so that you had an opportunity. So if you needed to get a little more space to see um, behind you or to look at something uh, under you, you know, down low, you had an opportunity to do it. The big square grill in the front uh, was, uh, you know, it's overkill. Just like the Ram, just like the Chevy, they want you to think you're driving a big uh, Kenworth or uh, auto car or something like that. But the reality is, it is a pickup truck. Uh, suspension on this thing lifts it nice and high up off the ground for off-roading. It did real well off the road. You dropped it into uh, four low, and it uh, got you um, just about over anything uh, that you needed to uh, to get over. Uh, the 30-horsepower V8, um, 7.3 liter. Uh, that felt like it would pull a house down it had had plenty of power and moved this monster through uh, onto the freeway uh quick as possible and without all the diesel noise and smoke i mean you know you're getting on you see one of these uh, vehicles and it's you know it's puffing out the black smoke none of that uh from the gasoline engine a um towing capacity Um, Up on this thing of 21,200 pounds if you're pulling from the bumper, 35,750 if you're using a gooseneck or a fifth wheel. Uh, The trailer towing package on this thing is phenomenal. It gives you cameras to look to see in the back, around the sides, in front of you. Uh, The towing aids and the brake and everything like that uh, are phenomenal. And they make towing a trailer so easy. Uh, that uh, it, uh, it, it almost encourages you to take this thing out on a trip. It uh, it really feels like it's, uh, you know, for as big a vehicle it is, as it is, it was a very, very um, nimble and felt like a very handled, it felt like it handled well. It felt like it handled like a smaller truck. Inside the truck, Luxury, massaging seats, heated seats, uh, Wi-Fi hotspot, Uh, everything well laid out in the vehicle so that uh, you could tell where everything is quickly, the passenger could tell where everything is quickly, Uh, the seats are wide, the compartment between the seats hold a ton of stuff, and the rear seats give you enough room to put them down and, and lay back down there And are heated as well, so you can't go wrong. Uh, this one was just ten under eighty thousand dollars uh for this pickup truck, and it um gets eleven miles to the gallon in the city, sixteen on the highway. So be prepared to buy a gas station. But the Ford F 350 super duty um platinum edition is one heck of a truck. And that's one heck of a show as we get ready to get out of here. Thank you so much to Nathan. Thanks to you for listening. And we will catch up with you next week at 8 o'clock in the morning if the Lord's willin' and the creek don't rise right here on Drive Time Radio.